Life Audio. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Sparkle Speak. I'm your host, Catherine. Today, we have on our very special guest, Michaela Scheibe. Michaela helps lead worship at a church in Detroit, and she also runs a photography business. She's also recently married. We have a great conversation. We talk about how she inherited her faith from her mom. We talk about what it looked like when her mom actually went to go be with Jesus. We also talk about what it looks like to rely on God rather than human relationships. And we talk a little bit about what it looks like to take personal responsibility for our sins and how we find healing when we enter into repentance. So after a few words from our sponsors, please enjoy this conversation with Michaela. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right. Well, let's get started with the first question, which is, um, how did you come to like first identify yourself as a Christian or how did you first come to know God? Yeah. So I, it is like funny. I was thinking about it when I was reading over the questions. I'm like, how did I really like identify myself as a Christian? And like, how old was I? I've never really known life without God. (laughs) Cause I grew up in a Christian home, very thankful for that. And so he was just a big part of my life from day one. Like my name means one who is like God. So it was instilled in me from a very young age, like how present he is in my life and in our home and in our family and in the world. So ever since the very beginning, um, I've known him, I've loved him, very thankful for that. And I think I was eight eight or seven when I like officially accepted Jesus into my heart. So we've been going strong for some years now. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I love that meaning of your name. Um, So is that kind of like why your parents named you Michaela was because of that? Yeah, I honestly, maybe (laughs) I know like my mom specifically said that she had like different names in mind for her kids, but then she said, God names my sister and I. So she like, I don't even know how the name came about, but she just, after she saw me once I was born, she's like, her name is Michaela. So oh. I'm going to say that God just named me. So yeah, <laughs> we'll go that's with that. so sweet. I, I do believe that though. Like I really do. So that's Aww. cool. Yeah. yeah. I was like, th- like thinking about the fact that God really like, it just kind of makes you think God is so intentional, which we all like, we know he is, but when you think about it that way, like literally from the very beginning, like you think about the verse, like he, he knew you in your mother's womb. He sewed you together in your mother's womb. And so the fact that the minute I cap, she like has an instant thought, okay, her name is going to be Michaela. And then she finds out like what the name means. Cause I'm pretty sure when she wanted to name us, she was looking up the origins too. So 
like making sure she knew what it meant before giving us that name to stick with. So yeah, it's very cool to think about. I know. I love that. Yeah. And I guess like, so you're very fortunate. Yeah. That, that God kind of allowed you to be exposed to him and believe in him at a young age. And that's, you know, I think always a blessing that, um, those of us or those who have experienced that from a young age, um, get to experience that is definitely a blessing, but like, as you aged or got older, were there experiences or seasons of life that happened that kind of like helped shape or define what that faith means to you today? It definitely has like shifted over time, especially in my twenties, because my mom, like my spiritual mentor and the person who taught me all about God, taught me how to read the Bible, taught me about different translations and like prayer. She passed away when I turned 20, like right after I turned 20. And so she was like the spiritual head in the house, so to speak. And so at that point when she was sick, I kind of just like took that. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do now because she doesn't have the strength to do that and I'm going to fight for her. And so after she passed away, God and I kind of wrestled a little bit. I'm like, I'm never going to tell you I hate you, but I truly felt very close to him at that time. Like the closest I'd ever felt to him. Cause even before she got sick, we were like on good terms. God and I were in a good place, but it never felt like there was anything really like anything that stuck out in our relationship where it just felt like we've hit this awesome moment where God and I are so like, I'm so in like, I'm so deep with him right now. Mm -hmm. And so when my mom got sick, that kind of became my deep pivotal moment of diving in. I was praying so hard throughout that time that it was like I was praying in my sleep like I was dreaming of praying and or I was I should say praying in my dreams and um that definitely shaped me into who I am now because thinking about it which sometimes I wonder I'm like am I just looking for something positive (laughs) to think about coming out of this but even like right after my mom died I was like I feel like God's going to use that in some way and use that to like help people who also go through something that traumatic at a young age where they lose a parent or a loved one that was so close to them. But I think once my mom passed, it sounds so terrible, but it's like that kind of freed me in a way to really make my faith my own because my faith was my own before, but it was based off of my relationship with my mom. Like I didn't really trust what I felt I heard from God. Like I'd hear something, I'd think about it, I'd pray on it. And then I would go to my mom and be like, okay, I need your wisdom because I don't trust my own. And so Mm. once that pillar was kind of removed, God kind of just opened up the space for us to fully connect in a way that we hadn't connected before, which was very painful at the same time, but also beautiful to look at and think back on now, just how far we have come. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm just so sorry that, you know, you lost your mom and that's not something that, I feel like anyone should have to go through. And would you say that God like really met you in, in your pain? Like how did he kind of show up for you in that? He, he met me there for sure. Um, it's just thinking back. Cause I can think about all of that, like time very clearly still. And it's just funny because I told him like, I'm not going to tell you, I hate you. We're not going to go there we're, we're going to stay on good terms. And I felt him speaking to me so clearly. And then once my mom passed, I went back to that exact same place and I'm like, okay, I thought this was going in a different direction. 
but like I still trust you I'm still not going to tell you I hate you and I was just like trying to understand and I felt I don't want to say it was like audible but it definitely was very like clear because I was just asking why and he's just kind of like look like let me put you in Regina's shoes here if I gave you the opportunity to be in full glory with me the person the god that you have loved for so long the god that you have admired and done such like deep research on and you've craved for that presence with me for so long and I finally give you this opportunity to be with me in glory to be in your perfect body and perfect health with me trust or with you trusting in me that I am going to take care of your family on earth I'm going to take care of your daughters your husband everything if it was just you I'm asking you solely you by yourself not thinking about anything else what would you choose would you choose earth or would you choose heaven and I'm like, well, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think anybody obviously would pick that. And so he said that very clearly to me. And so after that, I kind of felt like he went a little silent. I think he let me have my moment thinking about it. He probably wasn't even silent. It was just, I turned my ears off after that for a little bit, but I just remember him being clear with me on that, that like, given the opportunity, if that was you, what would you choose? Mm-hmm. So you can't really fight with that or compete with that. Right. Like, like almost just saying, like, do we even realize like, like we're home when we're, when we finally like leave this earth to be with him. And we don't like always fully understand that. Right. Or like comprehend what that actually means. Yeah. Cause we don't, we don't have that knowledge. There's so much out of the realm of our understanding that we're just not even aware of. So thinking about that it's like there's so much more obviously to this life like I think about heaven and it intimidates the absolute heck out of me but once I'm there I'm gonna be like I never want to go back to earth like you said it was mm-hmm. great just wait till you actually get to heaven and it's genuinely perfect right right yeah and 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 yeah I I even think of that sometimes like having kids now like I this is going to sound weird to say, but like, I have to battle the fear of like, like passing sometimes because I'm like, I don't want to leave them, you know, like I feel like in my, and I know this is not like true, but I feel like there's no one else that loves them like I do. So I'm like, I can't leave, you know, but it's like to actually sit there and realize that no, actually God loves them way more than I do and can take care of them way better than I can. And if I do leave them, like they're going to be more than okay because they're his and he is able to do way more than I ever, ever could. Um, But yeah, it's a lot. It's a, it's a really big thing to kind of wrap your brain around and, and you're living through it. You've, you've lived through it. And so, yeah, I just commend you for, for, um, just going through all of that. Thank you. It's, I mean, I don't even know if like thank you is even the correct thing to say, but I appreciate that. It's definitely, it has its moments and there's been a lot of like ups and downs where I'll, I'll tell anybody like God and I fought specifically me fighting with him because I don't think he really fights, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's been a beautiful journey because there's been a lot that wouldn't have happened without going through that. So it was all, that's the thing, like you think about 
God's timing and God's plan. And I remember people just like praying for me, but then they're like, whatever you have, God, I'm like, don't say that. Like, I don't want, I don't want you to say whatever he has, because like, I want, I want you to pray for this specific thing that I'm, I'm begging God for. Mm-hmm. And thinking back now, it's like, if it happened any other way, things would be so different. I probably wouldn't even be the same person I am now. And at this time, like, this is who I need to be. Mm-hmm. And God knew from the very beginning what was going to happen, but he also knew that he was going to bring me through it and bring me out of like a darkness and like a deep, dark time of my life to prove to me that the world is greater than like one person, mm. but that he's greater than any pain that you feel. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I know it's not like, it's not something that you can like tie a pretty bow on because it like, yeah, just going through things like that. It's, it's not easy, but like the fact that you're able to see goodness from it um, and, you know, beauty in the ashes, like that's what God is all about because this world is so messy and right. there's so much that we all walk through and it's difficult, but like, that's what God does. He brings beauty from the ashes and that's just who he is. Um. Yeah. Do you have any like favorite scripture or verses that God's kind of been like putting on your heart lately that you can share with us? I think because I was trying to think about that too. I feel like maybe not necessarily like a specific scripture, but recently I decided I wanted to start from the very beginning and actually like go in depth in Genesis a little bit deeper than I've been before, just because it's so easy to kind of breeze through it. And so that is kind of the one thing I feel like he's been bringing back to me in this season for the past couple months is just like the light, like being the light of the world, like God created light. And I'm trying to even figure out what that means for me in this season. Cause he, he will continue to bring it up every time I like try to go past, like even just the first like couple chapters of Genesis, there's always like something where it takes me right back to the beginning to the garden of Eden to the creation and so that is just if I can leave any listener with anything is like going back to the beginning is so pivotal and important because we can look at it and read it and just be like okay great like the world's been created um, men and women were created sin happened we fell but like actually going in depth about what went in place like making you kind of think a little bit more about creation and thinking about the light that God truly brought, like how we were in full darkness. And then within an instant, it's like a a snap of his fingers and it's like, there's light. And it's so easy, especially with how dark today is and how dark everything that's been going on, you can look left and right and there's always something happening that's like, there's still that light above that we, we can take it so for granted. We can forget that literally he put that sun in place you like put it, put it in the sky where it is now, where, like where you see it setting, how different times of the year it's setting in different places. It's so strategic. And so it's kind of just remembering that his hand is on everything Mm. and that no matter like what we're dealing with and what we're going through and what we're facing, it's like, he is so present, even when we don't feel it. It's just a matter of our own mindset. If you have like a kingdom mindset, if you're thinking about like the father on a day-to-day basis, realizing he's genuinely around you all the time. So the Holy Spirit is for, but he's present, whether you feel him or not. 
It's just a matter of acknowledging, if you will. I feel like none of that made sense, but. <laughs> no, it, it, it did. I love when you said his hand is on everything because I even think of like, I don't know, like I'm kind of walking through a weird season right now. Like there's just been some tough things going on and some moments where I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, okay, this is like real and this is heavy stuff, but and and I've been like trying to have that perspective that like God is here. He's, you know, gonna help me. He's gonna take care of this, whatever. But like sometimes it is just hard to to truly actually believe that. Like when things are kind of falling apart around you, that that somehow God is still there or still in charge. I, I think that's the key. I think it's like hard to remember he's still in charge or in control sometimes. Right. Hi, everyone. We'll get right back to this episode of Sparkle Speak right after a word from our sponsors. Yeah, it's definitely easy to be like, hey, where are you? Like, I don't feel you. I don't hear you. I don't see you. But in the end, it's like what we have planned for our lives isn't always necessarily what he has planned. And so as much as we hate rolling with something other than what we had in mind, you just got to go with what he has in store. Yeah. And sometimes I think he this is what I'm at least going through right now is like, sometimes I feel like God, like if, if I'm like sinning, like if, if something that I'm doing is actually causing my discomfort or, um, causing the destruction around me, I think sometimes he allows us to like, kind of sit in that for a second. Um, absolutely. Because, I think that's kind of what's been going on with me lately where it's like, I'm kind of looking around like, Hey, wait a minute. Like, I don't really like what's happening right now, but it's kind of forcing me to look inward and be like, well, is there something that I'm doing that's kind of contributing to this or causing it? And I think God allowing the discomfort to happen has kind of forced me to realize some things. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, so I have a part to play in this. <laughs> and if I just right. got my act together and kind of leaned into God more to like get rid of this issue or become more sanctified. And like you said, allow the Holy spirit to like penetrate and change these things within me, then maybe I can act more like Jesus. And as a consequence, my life won't be so messy in this way. Right. Any of that made sense, but that's kind no, of, no, I definitely did. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm in the same place because you know, life gets busy. You're always running around. You have kids, you have job, you have all these other things you have to do. And it's so easy to be like, all right, God, I'm going to like put reading the Bible on the back burner or listening to a sermon or even going to church, whatever, whatever it is. But then you think about it. You're like, I don't really like what's happening all around me. I don't really like how I've been feeling. And then you're wondering why, you know, that's usually my issue is I'm like, why am I feeling like this? Like, I'm just not feeling like myself. I'm not feeling good. And I just kind of feel not like dreary, but just kind of like there's like this weight. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that weight is you're not doing the the nurturing of your spirit. You're not like feeding yourself like in a spiritual way. You're yes. not spending that time with God and having that moment to like worship or just reading your Bible. It's a form of worship, like whatever the form of worship is for you. But yeah, it's, it's a good reminder because I definitely am in that same place right now. I think just with all the transition, I'm a person that hates change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a really hard time with change. And so when all these things are changing around me, I kind of like 
just invert like I just turn in like to myself and I kind of forget about everything else and I'm like I can do that later I can do that later like I'll listen to a worship song and it's about it it's like no Mm -hmm. I need to actually take that intentional time because I'll just notice a whole change in like my mood and how I'm physically feeling and how I'm spiritually and emotionally feeling like Mm -hmm. just even feeling a little bit better getting out of bed you know like there's something that's fueling you more than just eating and exercising and like doing day-to-day like tasks but like the thing that actually fuels you and feeds your soul is actually spending that time with God. Yeah, exactly. And I like how you brought that up because it's like not only do we have physical health and emotional and mental health, but it's like we have spiritual health too. And we, you know, always feel better when we're giving that attention and um, like, yeah, like you said, feeding our soul and nurturing it. And um, I know for me, like I can get, I, I actually like what you brought up earlier, how like, our joy and our peace doesn't come from a person. Um, it comes from Jesus. And I know like for me, I can have a tendency to kind of rely on relationships and people to fill me. Um, and I think that's part of what God's teaching me lately too, is that it's not that relationships and people aren't great and God given and there for a reason, but like they can't be my soul, um, fulfillment in life and satisfaction. Like I have to be getting that from Jesus. And when I'm doing that, I'm going to be so much better in my relationships and able to give so much more. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I appreciate you saying those things because it just kind of like sparks my soul. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Cause I, I've had to learn that too. Like even in more recent years going through like issues with friends and stuff, it's like, these people like this person they don't fill me like I learned that definitely with losing my mom that like she was not my end-all be-all even though it felt like it Mm -hmm. and so I definitely like through that process learned that it was just so important to truly rely on God only and then when you trust in him and rely on him like that's when you're gonna be at your best that's when you're gonna feel like you're at your best and that's when those healthy relationships do come in because you're trusting him with your life and you're trusting him with who you are asking him to put in your life. And so he's going to bless that. He's going to bless your obedience, trusting him and removing unhealthy relationships and unhealthy people. And it's yes. just, it's good to remember. It's very easy to forget because we're human. So we naturally will always rely on other people over God. Sometimes it's just easy to kind of put him on the back burner because you don't physically see him and he's not audibly talking to you all the time. So. Yeah. No, I I think this has been such a great conversation because I think it is an important one and and one that maybe especially as women, like it's good to be reminded of because we are so relational and like connected as women. And so it's really good to remember. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Michaela, and have a great night. And hopefully I get to chat or catch up with you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Sparkle Speak. As always, thanks to the team at Life Audio for partnering with us. You can head to lifeaudio.com and find a series of other faith-based podcasts as well as ours. And always, you can go to sparklefaith.com as well. See you next week. 
Do you ever hear sayings make their way through the culture and the church that seem nice in theory, but are actually theologically problematic? My name is Shara Donahue, and I'm the host of The Bible Never Said That, a podcast where we examine these popular sayings under the lens of biblical truth. We cover sayings like, God won't give you more than you can handle, time heals all wounds, and follow your heart. We also spend time exploring how people use Bible verses out of context. If you want to grow in discernment and truth, join us and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.